We watched the Clark sisters, the first ladies of gospel. We're going to get into it this week. Dropping Sunday. Everybody. Welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. And in case you didn't know, um, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Uh, just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although if either of those things happen, we'd, we would love to know. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. Andrea, how's your heart? It's good. Yeah? Yeah. The sun is shining. I'm looking out my window right now. Yeah, we're still recording social distancing style. And so I'm sitting looking out my my window at the street and all of the cars going by of people that are not at home any longer. Right. (laughs) They are now out doing who knows what, but they are out. Yeah, but the sun is shining, you said? The sun is shining. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful day. Yeah. Um, so, it, how's your heart, Seth? It's going. It's going good. It's going good. Again, it's a. It's a beautiful day. It's been one of those just crazy busy weeks, you know. Yeah. And uh, and that's not you know that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. But I'm really hoping that in the fall the kids can go back to school, and uh, and hopefully they'll be productive there and they'll stop knocking on my door all day. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do over the summer, but they're already driving me crazy. And it's like they've yeah. been out of school uh, three minutes. And it's, they're they're just, I'm telling you, it is three whole minutes. It's bonkers. It really is how, uh, how they've been doing that. But, uh, you know, we're, we're having to do a a lot just to, just to kind of make it, you know, that's, that's, uh, that's what we're doing and, and that's good. But we are making it. It's a beautiful day. I was able to spend some time out by, by the pool today, uh, in some new chase lounges. Oh, uh, nice. that we got by the pool. Yeah. Uh, these were Julie's Mother's Day present. Um, we, we didn't mention Mother's Day last week. So didn't even think about it. We should probably look at the schedule occasionally. I know. I don't ever look at a calendar. All right. Well, the day that this this show comes out is our 17 year anniversary. So there's a thing. So happy anniversary, hey, honey. I'm happy saying this- anniversary. I'm saying this like she's ever going to listen to the show. She, <laughs> she doesn't listen. No, no. Even the ones we've that, just accepted it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I mean, even the ones that she's on, she's just like, "Did you make me sound stupid?" And I'm like, "No, you." D- It'd be hard to do that. I'd have to do a lot of editing to make you sound stupid. And she's like, "Whatever, <laughs> whatever." <laughs> go, go, listen, Julie. Go listen. I'm saying this like she's listening. Like she's right listening. Now. She's not now. listening. But she's I not. said, uh, I said, "Honey, do me a favor." Uh, just tell me what you want for Mother's Day. Please don't make me guess. I'm just, I, I've got too much going on. Just, just tell me. And then she literally just hands me the phone to put in my credit card number. And I'm like, cool. That's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a good system. I'm, again, we've been married 17 years, you know? So yeah. for Mother's Day, she, uh, she picked out a couple of chase lounges. I literally just drove up to the store at home and texted mm-hmm. them that I was there and they just brought it out, put it in the back of the truck and we gone. I mean, it was, nice. It was nice. It was nice. So got, got that home. That was, that was good stuff. Yeah. My, my parents have a system where, uh, my, my mom loves, uh, James Avery jewelry. Oh, for sure. She has, she has a lot of it. And so she tells me what she wants. And then that way, when my dad remembers, Oh, it's mother's day or it's, their her birthday or their anniversary or Christmas, he knows to ask me and I'll know. 
Uh, now, this time, she happened to tell him directly because he just asked her what she wanted. But typically, that's our that's the system, is that she tells me, and then I'm just prepared with pictures or a link or something. Yeah, hey, legit, um, whatever works. Hey, listen, as long as she gets a present on Mother's Day, it's fine. So she got a, she got a new necklace, and then I... <laughs> So I bought her a charm for her charm bracelet from James Avery. And they're doing curbside. You can't go in the store. And so I went to pick it up and they they make you roll down your back window or open your trunk. And that's where they're going to put it. So it's completely contactless. I mean, they do not come into contact with you at all. And so you hold up your ID at your, at your driver's side window. And I saw her putting the bag. I, I kind of turned when she was putting it in my back seat. And she set the bag down. And then I saw her kind of like her eyes roaming around my back seat. And I wanted to say, uh, ma'am, put the bag down and go. Yeah, that's And stop your judging business. me for my dirty back seat. All right. Just put the bag down and go. Listen, the, the anyway. car wash is like the, the vacuums aren't even turned on right now. I, <laughs> there's nothing I can do. Right. Leave me alone. Stop it. So, I mean, I anyway. guess technically there is a trash bag. You know, there's that whole thing. I mean, I could like clean out the backseat, all the junk I have back there. But you know what? Either way, it's none of her business. So she doesn't need to be looking at it. I agree. But she was. So, so um, anyway, that was funny. Why Why is this whole shutdown thing happening again? COVID-19. <laughs> oh, th- thanks. I appreciate it. I was curious. <laughs> Listen, we had open enrollment this week at work and our new insurance broker, he said the phrase in these COVID times, <laughs> at least, at least 10 times in the hour, hour long meeting in these COVID times. I'm like, stop it. You know what? I'm, I it. honestly, I think I appreciate, appreciate that more than in these uncertain times. <laughs> I think I appreciate in these COVID times. Um, have you ha- have you heard that scream yet? That that scream that I just played for you? No, I haven't. What is that from? Um, that's uh, Kenneth Copeland. Ha- have you have you seen this? No. Is this when he was like spitting on people or blowing on people or something? So you've heard about it? Yes. But you haven't actually seen it? No, I I didn't watch the video. Okay. Well, I think it's important that we you. you, 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 you <laughs> I've got to introduce this to you. Now, I want to say, like, I have thought about playing this for three or four <laughs> weeks now. and Yeah, because this happened a while back. It, it did. It did. There's some specific reasons why I didn't. I, the reason that I'm bringing it up now is because this clip has been on, like, last week tonight with John Oliver. Like, it's starting to kind of make its rounds. And so I kind of feel like we got to talk about it. So, sorry. Yeah. Here we go. COVID-19. COVID-19. I blow the wind of God. The wind of God on you. On you. You are destroyed forever. You are destroyed forever. And you will never be back. And you'll never be back. Thank you, our God. Thank you, our God. And just so you know, it worked. It's uh went away, it never came back. It's uh we're all done. <laughs> so are are those people repeating like repeating after him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's uh there's <laughs> Okay. Um sorry, we're still social distancing in the recording. 
And by the way, we don't have to. Legally, we can get together. But uh, Andre's been like, uh, is it still hot in your office? Uh, no, thank you. So, and, and it is. And, it's at least 110 degrees up there. It's it's not pleasant. Um, okay, so looking at the video, you have uh, Kenneth Copeland in a white suit. Um, here, can, can let me just say something about his appearance. Um, the man's old, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with being old, right? Happens I mean, to everybody. Yeah, it, it does. He is wearing makeup to be on stage. I'm I'm guessing that he he's wearing makeup to be on camera. Um, I don't know a lot about a lot. I don't. I'm not somebody who likes to know things like my co-host. <laughs> I do like to know things. But I do know that if you um, try to cover up a splotchy face by putting a base on your entire face, but then you don't add any color, it makes you look really, really strange. Yes. Um, you got to put some, got to put some rouge on them cheeks. <laughs> rouge. A little rouge. <laughs> little. That's. Oh no. That's French for for red. <laughs> got to put some like blood in the cheeks. A little rouge. <sighs> uh-huh. Is that not, is that what you ladies call it? <laughs> nope. But it's all right. All right. Um, you also, uh, you're going to need to put on some eyeliner. Otherwise, it's going to look like you don't have any eyes until you open them up real big. And when you do, you look creepy AF. And this guy, it's not it's not a good look. But anyway, so you're looking at him. And then to his left, about nine feet away, is another dude repeating everything. To his right, about six feet away, is a son-in-law. About four feet on the other side of him is another guy. And then like right next to him on the other side is another dude. Like they, they've got so much. So at, they're averaging six feet apart for all of them. But uh-huh. but it's, the average really doesn't work. They got. The, OK, anyway. So, yeah. So uh, he was praying a prayer and it's a repeat after me prayer. And so everybody starts uh, repeating <laughs> after him. Um, I, it's uh, it's pretty. I don't know. I think it's pretty fun. Um, the reason that I wanted to play that was because YouTube has blown up with remixes. Oh, no. Of people who have added music to it. So yes. I'd like to play some of those if you don't mind. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord. So that one's a good one. Yeah. People are so creative. Uh, they, they really are. Okay. So that was a, uh, that, you know, that was more of a hip hop remix. Um, the metal heads weren't going to be outdone by this at all. So, um, <laughs> I mean, cause why would you, right? Right. Why?
So I'm pretty, I'm a huge fan of the metal remix. That that hits me in the high school. If that's a if that's a phrase, I don't know if that's a phrase, but it sure is. Um, and then another guy actually just said, "Okay, what is it he said?" And let me just put it to music. And so this is uh, this is another one of our guys. Hold on a second. Let me see here. For another drop, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, listen, we can always go back. To- yeah, I like that. You know what? I could actually see myself jamming out to that one in the car. A little the trap remix. Down. Yeah. <laughs> <Everybody>. <laughs> Are you kidding? <laughs> so that was just a, a fun thing that uh, I don't know. I, f- I figured it was time to show something. I don't know. But that that last one with the piano music, I don't know it. It kind of brought me back to a little bit of feeling of like a like high church. I, I, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just, it's nice. It's nice, and I, I, I miss church. Yeah. Um, I, I, I really do. I miss church. Uh, this is uh, this is a guy named Kevon Carter. He's a musician. I, and if we, <laughs> and and I, I know I, I've talked about him before, but I don't like I said I don't know if I edit him out or not. That that's something <laughs> that happens. But the name of this video is. Um, when you're doing voice lessons, but you miss church. Me, may, my, mo, mu. Okay? Okay. Dropping your jaw. All right? Um, so just listen. It sounds me. familiar, right? We've been in voice lessons before. Okay. Little, yeah. Little E flat. Slow. Me, may, my, mo, And then you hold it We've up. been there. We've you done this. Come on, come on. Be back. 
crosses his arms. Mm. <laughs> so, He's so, <laughs> so good. So good. I'm ready for our choir to be back together. How about it's you? Gonna, it's going to be good. I mean, we're going to have to do some drive-through stuff first, and I understand that. Um, yeah. We're, we're do, we're, we get to do a drive-through service tonight. Yes. Uh, if you're listening yeah. to this the, the morning that it comes out, we get to do that tonight. Did you see this thing that Taylor Ransom did uh, about drive-through church service? I I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that it's like, what if uh, Chick Fil A did your drive-through uh, church service? <laughs> I don't know. I, I'll, I'll just play a little bit of it for you. So here. Hey, welcome to Relevant Church drive-through service. Oh, all Jehovah Java is actually buy one get one free right now. Just so you know. What can I get you? Drive. Uh, can I just get the number one combo with the hype worship and relevant message? Yeah, sure. Okay, so for the worship, do you want Elevation, um, Bethel, or Jesus Culture? I mean, you know the vibes. I mean, I'll take Elevation. Okay, and uh, for the message, which one of these guys? I mean, what's the difference? Look, man, they're all cool. They all know Justin Bieber. Just pick one. Hey, JB, bro! I mean, I like that guy's <laughs> glasses, though. Can I can I get him? All right, okay. I mean, you could have had Mike Todd, you know, but all right. I mean, I... Hello, sir. Welcome. Welcome back. What, what can I get you? Well, son, you know, I'm just in a mood for a little <laughs> bit of old-fashioned church. I've been stuck up in the house, and you can only stay in the prayer closet for so long. Amen? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, what, what kind of worship do you want? <laughs> Hold on. Is that... Is that... Oh, is that... Oh, no. And, of course, he has his own... He has his own uh, tambourine. He gets out of the car and starts dancing around. Everybody backs up. <laughs> and now he's pulling out his flags and he's spinning around with his flag ministry. Um, that one is okay. That one's that one's a good one. I'll send you that one. You we can watch that one later. Uh, maybe we'll put, we'll link to that in the notes or something like that. So well, you know what? Here's the thing: we are um, all living in unprecedented times, and so we need very uncertain times. <laughs> We need instructions on how to navigate a drive-in prayer service. I mean, I've never done one before, so this is going to be fun. I've been to the drive-in movie theater. You know, (laughs) I saw something this week that said something about drive-in movie theaters, but Pentecostals never went to those, so... (laughs) Yep, they they don't know. (laughs) They don't know how to do it. If you went to the movies, you might go to hell. Yeah, my uh, my dad uh, was raised with the belief that that you you couldn't be in a movie theater if Jesus came back when you were in a movie theater then you were not going to go to heaven and so the first movie he ever saw in the theater are you ready for this yeah the passion of the christ pa- whoa hold on that was recent yeah that was like 20 years ago yikes that was the first movie you ever saw in the theater was it the last movie you ever saw in the theater no, no, no. He is becoming oh. movie buff. We we've seen uh, pretty much all the star, the recent Star Wars movies okay. that have come out, and several others. He he now loves going to the movies. <laughs> so. I love going to the movies, and I'm sad that I've been able to like go to the theater. But the reason that I love going to the movies is because it's like it's normally cool, it's dark, and it's a place I can take a nap in the middle of the day if I need to. <laughs> I like going by myself without anybody. I like I just like you know. That that that, but also the kids. It's like a special thing. Yeah. Um, however, I'm just gonna let you know. I don't know that I'm gonna be able to like uh, 
justify spending 80 to a hundred dollars to take the family, to go see a movie. If I can rent it for 20 bucks at the house and have my own popcorn. I mean, it sounds like a lot of uh, movie production companies are going to be releasing straight to streaming. I, man, I hope they do. I really do. You got some, some speaking of streaming, we got some fun news this week, right? F- uh, for Hamilton. First of all, thank you so much for loving me enough to bring this up. I, I really appreciate it. I found out on Sunday uh-huh. because I was like, what? Have they made an announcement on my tickets that I bought for Hamilton? The ones that like, didn't you wake up at like 3 a.m. or something like that mm-hmm. or waited oh, on? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah too. And, and I was so excited to get them. And I got like the last day, you know, show where I could get two seats together. The la- Not only the last day, the last show at Bass Hall in Fort Worth. And, um, and so I look up and, man, I found out on Sunday that they have rescheduled my showing that was supposed to be June 28th. They rescheduled of this year, like next month, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next month, like June like, twenty eighth, oh, yeah, next month, five weeks away. And I'm a huge, I'm a huge Hamilton fan. I, I'm a Hamilton fan. I got it, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's a thing, but, but it is now. It is now. I, I was so excited, and I saw, okay, it's, it's been rescheduled for February. And I was like, you know, that's probably good. It'll give everybody time to get everything calmed down. I'm going to go ahead and it hurts that I'm mm-hmm. going to have to push it out another eight months, but okay, I get it. And I went to go like change the date. Mm-hmm. There was just something off. It's supposed to be February 6th. And my showing was on a Sunday and this wasn't a Sunday. I went back and looked. No, it's, it's a, uh, it's February 6th, 2022. <laughs> 20. 22. Oh no. So just in two case you're years? Cu- just in case you're curious, I got tickets for Hamilton and had to wait two years to see it. And that's future Seth talking. Oh, so what no. I, so I was I was pretty bummed out about it. And then later later on in the week, um, I woke up and saw this notification that Disney Plus, who's paid a lot of money. Disney paid a lot of money for Hamilton. Yeah. It is the video that they shot of the original cast on Broadway before they all went their separate ways. Okay. Yeah. They were planning on releasing this in the theaters in October of next year, 2021. And they said, you know what? Everybody's stuck at home. Let's go ahead and push it out for streaming July 3rd. Happy birthday, America. I mean, there's so much to praise him for right there, right? I mean, like... Here's our, our praise break for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, no, I, was just, I was just excited. I mean... So let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. Are you, are you a musical fan or are you a Hamilton musical fan? Like, does it does it transcend outside of Hamilton? Um, I think that, I'm just wondering. First of all, I feel like we're losing lots of listeners right now, and also probably I do not care. <laughs> I am actually a fan of musicals. I was mm-hmm. a I was in the Thespian Society in high school. Um, <laughs> I did. I was in Guys and Dolls. You can 
whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't, I, I like, I like musicals. A lot of Disney movies in and of themselves are musicals, right? I mean, right. And, yeah. and so, um, it's hard to look at a Disney movie like frozen and not call that a musical, right? It's, it's a musical. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this week, whenever I found that out that Hamilton was going to be uh, streaming, I went ahead and just, that's what I did that day is I listened to the Hamilton soundtrack. That's, you know, a little over two hours. It took me all day to listen to it because I got works to do. And then, uh, and then I was like, you know what? I'm going to listen to the Dear Evan Hansen soundtrack. You know, there's, there's another musical. Let's get, let's get to that. So no, I I do enjoy, uh, musicals as long as they're not stupid ones like Newsies we will be okay. That was so low. What? What, you what happened? Knew, you knew where I was going with this. That was so rude. So I'm rude. just joking. Newsies is a fantastic musical. I was it just, I was is. just it's trying to drop favorites. a bomb. <laughs> they did a Broadway show based on the movie, and I was introduced to the Broadway show before I was introduced to the movie. And you can you can buy the Broadway show recording. I went and saw it in theater twice. Two times, count them, one, two, in the theater. And it was worth every single penny, and I would have seen it again if I could have, um, in the theater. Because seeing, the, oh, seeing it on the big screen, Jeremy Jordan, when he hits that last note of Santa Fe, stop it. You just stop it right now. So good. Hey, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Um, we we kind of talked about last week. You you'll read books several times. You'll watch movies several several times. So I'm just curious, how many times did you watch Titanic in the theater? Actually, in the theater, I only saw it one time on my birthday. Okay, my 13th birthday is when it came out. Okay, it came out on your 13th birthday. Well, it came out like that month okay. in February of, and my birthday was. I think it came out around Valentine's Day because sure. it was a love story, and sure. my birthday's the day before Valentine's. And my best friend and I went. Uh, my best friend Amber and I went to see it in the theater. We took we couldn't find Kleenexes and we knew we were going to cry, so we took a roll of toilet paper with us uh, to wipe our tears. <laughs> and <laughs> cut to twenty five years later, and it's like you're walking in with a roll of money. Exactly. And Ooh, big uh, baller. Her... I I wipe my face with this and throw it away. <laughs> Listen, back then there wasn't a toilet paper shortage. However many years ago that was, 20, 20 something years ago. Uh, but her parents, who had taken us to the movie theater, went to see a new movie with the actor, as her, her dad called him, Kono Reeves. Oh, Kono Reeves. Yeah, absolutely. Kono Reeves. And I will never forget that. And it makes me laugh every time I think about it. Okay. That's, that's hilarious. I don't know. Okay. Are you a, are you a fan of Saturday Night Live at all? Yes. Okay. I am. I don't watch it regularly, but I am a fan. Okay. So this past week, they did their like season finale of them uh, doing the at home shows. Mm -hmm. And then the next day on Sunday, they did a mom's show because every year their Mother's Day show is like a big blowout show. Like that's just Mm -hmm. one of the big things. And um, they reminded us of a sketch that they did in years past about exactly that. But instead of on the dad's side, it's on the mom's side. So. Hey, Mom. Hey, Ben. Guess who got arrested? Who? Kevin Summerland. Who? Uh, you know, uh, uh, Calvin Sonogram. Oh, do you mean Kiefer Sutherland? Yes, that's oh. it. Moms, they love us and they take care of us. But one thing they can't do 
is remember celebrities' names. Now you don't have to waste hours a day trying to decipher which celebrity your mother is referring to with the new Mom Celebrity Translator. So, <laughs> Kono. <laughs> Kono Reeves. So, well, what else, uh, what else have you been watching that's streaming lately? Well, you know what I watched this week? What was that? Speaking, this falls into the movie category uh-huh. and the musical category. The Clark Sisters, First Ladies of Gospel. First Ladies of Gospel. Listen, I, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I had seen that people were watching this. Right. And it was not on my radar at all that it was going to come out. And honestly, it was like, hey, maybe we should watch this for the show. Boy, am I glad. It was so good. So it was so good. It was so good. Okay. T- I really enjoyed it. Here, here's the other thing. Again, y'all can yell at me later. I didn't grow up with a lot of black gospel. I, heck, I didn't grow up a lot of gospel. Like it was all like, even though I grew up Pentecostal, we didn't, we didn't have Southern gospel. We did like, it was yeah. all vineyard and Maranatha music type of stuff. So I was unfamiliar with, uh, with the Clark sisters just in general. So t- tell me what you can about the Clark sisters, about this movie, about any of that. So this movie is, I guess what you would call is an anthology. Is that the right word? Or a docudrama? I would say docudrama for sure. Docudrama of the story of the Clark sisters, who are, as the title of the movie kind of says, the first ladies of gospel. So they were a gospel group, and it was five sisters, and their their mother, who was, she was a choir director, a teacher, a doctor. And so this is the story of the Clark sisters and how they got their start. And they, they wrote a lot of songs, yep. um, Twinkie which was one of the sisters and she played the organ, which by the way, I kind of now want everyone to call me Twinkie. Cause I think that's the cutest name ever. But hold on. Mm-hmm. Do you, do you? <laughs> Maybe not. I, I want you, I want you to think about this because you get the, you get the benefit of knowing that it was about a twinkle in someone's eye. And that's why they <laughs> called her Twinkie. But like, even in the movie, they're like, we thought you was talking about a yellow cake. I know, and she laughed that. She laughed about that. Do you think she laughed about that in real life? Um, I don't know. It looks like she didn't laugh about much from the end of the movie. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, what? It did, well, come on. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, so this this is the story of the Clark sisters. And even if you aren't super familiar with the Clark sisters and who they uh-huh. are, you probably are familiar with at least some of their songs. Yeah, give give me some of their songs. Maybe we can play some on the uh, on the good old Spotify. Well, the one that I recognized from the from the movie last night was "You Brought the Sunshine." And the reason that you probably knew more about this one is that it actually was uh, it was played on non-Christian radio because mm-hmm. it's got 
full-on Stevie Wonder vibes. Yeah. And, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if this was the album that they got uh, nominated for a Grammy for, but, I mean, legit, good, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. I So, ta- just talking about the movie, I think this was produced and originally released on Lifetime. Yeah. So, I wasn't sure because, let's be honest, Lifetime movies are sometimes a little lacking. Would you agree? Well, I don't know why you would say that. Do you watch Lifetime movies? No. <laughs> Me either. So I, w- I wasn't sure um, of, about what to expect. Um, I rented this on Amazon Prime. Okay. When I watched it for two ninety nine, so there you go. In case oh, you oh Chica, bad deal, bad deal. I bought it on Vudu in high def for three twenty four. Just saying. Oh, well, all right. I got <laughs> so, I got ripped off once again. Now I own this movie. <laughs> <laughs> You're buying all of these movies that we reviewed, oh, which I think is hilarious. Fine. The okay. funniest one is that you own Pilgrim's Progress. So anyway, yeah, and hey, do you want to know how many times my kids actually watched that movie? How many? Zero. <laughs> Did they even watch it with you the first time? No. They got they were like, uh, the animation on this is garbage. I'm gonna go watch it. <laughs> That's so raven. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, it did have Prince in there singing some Michael Jackson songs, so Okay, so let's talk about Lifetime <laughs> movies for a second. Because um <laughs> Lifetime movies are kind of known for being like uh I don't know what what <clears throat> What word would you give Lifetime movies? Well, they're hmm, overdramatic, maybe. Well, as as a single woman, they're kind of my worst nightmare type movies. That's what they are. Okay, that's what I wanted to know. I wanted to know, like, first of all, (laughs) are there a lot of uh, male heroes in Lifetime movies? Oh, no, they're all villains. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> They're all the worst. Okay, let me uh, here here's another question. Um if you are in a lifetime movie and you're pregnant and you meet a new friend, should you trust that new friend? Absolutely not. They're gonna take your baby. Okay. Just <laughs> hey. I did a little bit of research on lifetime movies because I wanted to know. <laughs> See, you do like to know things. It's not just me. Well, I think that it's important for the show. I don't know if you realize okay. this or not, but we have a podcast. Um, <laughs> there's really four types of movies, lifetime movies. Okay. And I want you to tell me if this movie, the Clark sisters, first ladies of gospel, is that what it's called? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if it meets any one of these four, you just tell me yes or no whenever we talk about it. Okay. Okay. Woman against man. Oh, kind of. All right. Let me. This is when a woman suffers domestic abuse, uh, has a stop, like anything like that. Psycho ex-boyfriends. This is, uh, I mean, yes or no? It's, I mean, it's got a little bit of that in there. Yeah. Yeah. So typically in a Lifetime movie, this is going to end in like a karmic death for the evil man. Right. Right. Um, that did and, not happen in this movie. But did it? Because Maddie, Ma- Maddie Moss Clark, mm-hmm. she she was the first lady and left her husband, a Kojic. Who was, 
a Kojic pastor. Yes. So did that kill him and kill his ministry? You oh. know what? We didn't hear anything else about him the rest of the movie. Bye-bye. He did. Okay. He got oh. Except he did show up. Did you notice he showed up at the funeral? Oh, my gosh. Okay, we we got to talk about that funeral. But Okay, let's let's go through this. <laughs> that funeral <laughs> was bananas. Um, okay. Woman against woman. I mean... It had a little bit of that, too. Yeah, there's a, a woman that's abused or oppressed or vilified by another woman. Oh. I mean, to a lesser degree, but yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, there's some some sister infighting and that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, sure. listen, when you got five sisters, they're going to be a little bit of... Something, something. Clashing. Okay, how about this one? Woman against child. Well, yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Okay. How about this one? Woman against herself. Hmm. You don't think Denise maybe fought those battles? I yeah, I think they all fought that they those all battles fought a little bit. Yeah. So if the if a lifetime movie is either woman against man, woman against woman, woman against child, or woman against herself. This might be the best lifetime movie of all time. Listen, it hit every possible genre of lifetime movie. Well, it did. It like at least touched all four of those a little bit. In some way, shape, or form, right? What yeah. is the greatest Praise to praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hey, Andrea, this is the cold open of the movie. Listen, I was in. The best. I was in. I was like, are you kidding me right now? It. So typically when I'm when I've got a movie on when I'm watching I might be doing something else when this started I was like what 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 just happened what is going on on my screen right now yeah I, it 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 pulled me in in a way I was not expecting it's, I mean it just I was like okay I'm I'm ready for whatever the rest of if the rest of this movie is garbage I didn't waste my time because I got this cold open because this opening was worth the two ninety nine that I bought to rent it that I paid to rent it uh, yes um, there's some the first part of this movie I'll I'll be honest I could not follow the timeline of this flick okay listen that was one of my first my biggest okay. complaints too okay. I'm with you on that. Now, part of it may have been that it it would put up the year or, you know, like try to try to tell the viewer what year it was. And I just maybe missed it. Maybe I was looking away or looking down or not looking right at the screen when it said it. But I would say that my biggest complaint is that they tried to shove so much into an hour and 46 minutes that the timeline was very hard to follow. Andrea, I could not agree with you more. (laughs) <laughs> to the point where they wouldn't even let things breathe to let you be concerned about them before it was resolved. 
right. at the at the end of the movie when one of the sisters is in the hospital. I'm guessing getting gastric sleeve. They never said what it was happening, but she was right. saying she's doing it for herself. And okay, so I'm guessing getting gastric sleeve. And then her husband's there, and then she has a two percent chance of surviving. What? She's in a coma. All this stuff. Fourteen seconds later, she's gonna be just fine. What? Then what? Why show me this? Then why even tell me that? I, I feel it. I don't know that it added a lot to the story, and I know it costs money to shoot. I don't know. What are we doing? Yeah, I. The only thing I could think of is that. So, if you take the things that that the story, the story of the Clark sister, all of the events that it encompasses, if it's spread out over a long period of time, like it is, yeah, in real life then that maybe is not super exciting. So they're trying to condense it. Sure. So it feels like it's one thing, one event after the other, but well, it I wasn't. Mean, there were years in between some of these events, you yeah. know? It, it is a, it's a real tight hour 46. I think that's one of the things that we've complained about on other Christian movies is like, we don't know when this is and this is happening so fast and what's mm-hmm. going on and let, let it breathe because, you know, they're trying to, like you said, trying to, shoehorn in quite a bit right if this had been a miniseries i think it could have been just as effective as if it was a three-nighter and they yeah you know and it was just an hour each night they i I think that it probably could have been just as good but um there weren't enough critics who actually critique this to give it a rotten tomato score but there is a viewer score would you like to guess what that viewer score is um, I think it was pretty high, if I remember correctly. A hundred percent. A hundred percent? That is pretty high. Yeah. So I think I might just add a little something just to bring it down a smidge. <laughs> well, how how many reviews is that? that Eight. That oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. One, one of the reviews on... on IMDb said, for those of you complaining that there's too much music, and I was like, why? Why? That's the best part of the movie. <laughs> it's well, all the music. It's definitely not the acting. Um, let me let me just t- okay. Uh huh. I, I want to. There's a couple of things I've just. Angie Ellis played yeah. Maddie Moss Clark, and the if mom? you want to talk, the mom. If you want to talk about someone who carries a movie with her acting, is Maddie Moss Clark. She, it was on her back. She was dragging it with her. I mean, and then the five sisters, when, when, spoiler alert, she did. So whenever she passes, the movie just immediately just kind of loses everything. It like loses that glue. Um, for me, that, that was for me. I started well, you looking at they like, ended it pretty quick. Oh, after. yeah. After she passed, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I started looking at, like, what what are some of the other movies that these people have been in? Some of them have never been in a movie. Some have been in some TV shows. Some of them are just singers, and they just got casted for it. And so that, listen, good on them for being able to pull off what they were able to pull off. Well, I don't know if you noticed this or not, but Karen, the youngest sister, was played by Karen's own daughter. I did not realize that. Yes. So Karen Karen Clark Sheard was uh, was played by Kiera Kiki Sheard, who is Karen's daughter. Okay. 
I mean, look at that. Well, that that didn't disappoint. I mean, I, I didn't think Karen was the worst one out of all of them. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I did want to also point out that the top top five billing. <laughs> hold on. Sorry. This made me laugh. I caught this immediately, and it made me giggle. The top five billing on IMDb for this movie, three of them are men. In, in a movie about women? A Lifetime movie called yes. The Clark Sisters about women. Yeah. And one of them doesn't even have an actual name. Presiding the movie. bishop. He's the presiding <laughs> bishop. <laughs> Whatever. So, um, way to fail the Bechtel test, guys. Way yeah. to fail the <laughs> test. Again, we always kind of pick things apart just a little bit, just to kind of get get some sort of flavor to this meal that we call Dropping Sunday. But what do you think of the movie? Yeah, I I really liked it. I I I, enjoy, I was engaged with it the whole time. You know what my favorite part was? Tell me. At the end, when they were singing, when they had come back together for the first time in like a decade or something like that to sing live together, uh-huh. and they're singing, and it's the actresses all playing the sisters, and then all of a sudden, it's the actual Clark sisters. Did you catch yeah. that? Yeah. That was like one of my favorite parts, because number one, it took me a second to realize. <laughs> I went, she looks different. Oh, that's because that's the actual sister. Um, yeah, I had looked down and looked up and thought I missed something. Yeah, <laughs> so I was like, I, totally. I was like, what happened? Did they like age her somehow? But no, they just actually played her, put the actual sisters up there. I thought that was a very, very cool way to do that to end for the sure. Movie. And they were able to give kind of like the this person's doing this, you know, the the ca- kind of classic uh, docudrama trope of yeah. where where are they now where yeah where where are they now um Which, let's be honest everybody loves that i don't know i don't care what you say you all want to know when the story ends you want to know how the story keeps going right can i tell you something i would prefer that than them try to show that to me in the next four minutes you yeah. know what i'm saying just 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 tell me just tell me it happened by the way, why we're freezing like this? Cause we having a thought process. Oh, oh, oh. By the way, we've already switched to the real Clark sisters at this point. Oh, yeah. All right. Um, can I tell you the biggest thing that really stood out to me in this movie? Yes. It's this scene right here. Denise. You can sing a run from Detroit to D.C., but that's not your anointing. Your anointing is the life you live. What you do when you're not on stage, what you do when people ain't clapping, what you do when ain't nobody looking but God. You can't be up there singing songs about sanctification and consecration. You be having more spirit than anybody. You live in a raggedy life. Can't let you do that. It was that that idea of what anointing is. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I was like, okay, that'll preach now. Listen, I'm okay this, with all that. I I was too. I wondered how. So so first of all, let me say this: this movie went hard. Oh yeah, like it did not hold back on anything. 
And I really appreciate because sometimes it feels like Christian movies, Christian docudramas or biopics, whatever you want to call it, maybe kind of gloss over some things and try to whitewash some stuff and make it pretty, pretty, prettier than it was. And this movie did not do this. It was very real, very raw. And there were some, some parts of it that were, were a little shocking to me. And that's just partially because I didn't know the story of the Clark sisters. I didn't understand, you know, I didn't know um, everything that they had experienced and everything they had gone through um, at the beginning. But yeah, it, it went hard and it did not try to gloss over, but it also resolved things in a way that I just really appreciated that being one of them, that, that scene. I I remember thinking, I really appreciate what you're saying right now. And I, I really, I really like the tone of this, of this scene right now. So. I completely agree. I'm, I'm right there with you. There were some things in this that, again, because I wasn't familiar with them, I also was, you know, taken aback by. One of the things I was most taken aback by was that funeral scene. Goodness (laughs) gracious. I, I don't know. A part of me wants my funeral to be that dramatic. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But also... (laughs) For, for people, have you lost your mind at my mother's funeral? I love that. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, <laughs> have you uh, have you ever seen any kind of drama like that at a funeral? I, <laughs> I can't talk about some of this stuff that I've seen at funerals. Oh, yes, you can. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still under an NDA, a self-imposed NDA. Uh, so, <laughs> wait, that's not how those work. <laughs> you have a show now. You need ratings. Come on. I I have seen some things at funerals. I I've worked probably in my in my years at Bethesda. I'd probably worked, I would say, close to a hundred funerals, and I've seen everything from dancing funeral directors. Mm-hmm. They they were dancing up near the casket during the funeral. Um, I. <laughs> There is someone who's actually late to their own funeral. The the cast. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We've got to do a show on funeral. <laughs> and I want to hear all the stories. You can change all the names to protect the innocent. Oh, um, yeah. I, I don't even think I can say this one out loud. There was someone late to late to her own funeral. They were bringing the casket to the church in a in a horse drawn carriage, and they were doing some uh, construction work on Beach Street, <laughs> and <laughs> the carriage got stuck in traffic, and so the the body was about thirty minutes late, thirty minutes after the oh start time goodness. of the funeral, and. One of the pastors, I asked him, I said, where is the casket? And he said, they're down, they're, they're down by the Taco Bueno. <laughs> and he, he meant that they, they were. They're about three blocks passing, away. Yeah. Yes, they were passing by the Taco Bueno. But I was like, are they going through the drive-thru? What is going on? Bruh, if, 
Well, I should put it into my into my will that during my funeral, like we have to make a run through Arby's or just something. <laughs> something ridiculous like that. That's, <laughs> I got I I have gotten hit on at two funerals. Um, hello, let's talk about it. Yeah, one one was the funeral director or one of the funeral directors that was there. He wasn't the the main guy. He asked me for my number. You got a boyfriend? I didn't. <laughs> no, I still do not. He, I, I gave him my phone number because I didn't know how to say no. And he called me at 11 o'clock that night. Ooh, and I poor went, form. Ooh, nope. Poor we're form. We're done. Yeah. So I never answered after that. And then another funeral, and this is a long time ago, uh, was the grandson of the deceased. And he, he, uh, he didn't ask me for my number, but he, he basically asked me out and I said, no. You got a boyfriend? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Still don't. That's because you keep turning people away. Listen. They're grieving. They need some love. I st- <laughs> oh, God. We, listen, I could do an entire show on funerals. <laughs> an entire show. All alone of things that I could tell you story after story of things that I've seen at funerals. Okay. We might, we might have to do that as like a special episode or something like that. That would be. You know, we should. We should bring Cliff Stegall on because <gasps> yes. he, could, he could be our guest because he he and I worked all of these funerals together and so he would remember things that I that I have forgotten okay over I'll, the years I'll text him when we're done and and we'll set that up for sure okay so um, <laughs> okay I've got I've got a funny funeral story um, my this starts off with a sad funeral story. Then it gets into a funny funeral story. We fit, we're fair. Okay. okay. Just, just, so, hand, just stay in there. Okay. I okay. gotcha. So my dad's mom was diagnosed with cancer and seven weeks later we had her funeral. Mm. Okay. It was a thing where we all got to like say goodbye. It was a beautiful thing. You know, we, we all got to do our thing. However, my, my dad's mom was a, uh, was a, did clown ministry. She was a, she was a professional clown. Why are you laughing? You, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Uh, she was Lovey the Clown, and, uh, and she would go around and do uh, clown ministry for, for kids and go to hospitals and stuff like that and, and do all of that. And um, when, I, when I lived in uh, Russia, when we moved to Russia, she taught mm-hmm. me and my mom clown ministry. And so Russians especially in the mid nineties, love clowns. We thought, did they, did well, they really, that's what Tetris told us. So we said, let's that, <laughs> that and bears. I don't know. Um, there is a picture of me somewhere as a 15, 14 year old kid with a, uh, with holding a, a tiny bear as it was clawing my, my, my neck. It happened. Um, so, so yeah, so I, I, I mean, I still have my clown costume from 1996. This is true. I still have it. I keep, I've kept it. And, uh, and so Lovey the Clown, uh, when, when she passed, um, she didn't want flowers at her funeral. She wanted people to make donations to different ministries, right? Okay. Um, and so instead, her, uh, her best friend, who was also in clown ministry, created uh, balloon bouquets. So took... Like blow, you know, balloons and made flowers out of them, and that was all around the church. And so, um, 
we walk into the building and there's the balloon bouquets and there's the place where the casket's going to be. And, uh, <laughs> and, um, I look up and the, the, the walls, it's one of those led, you know, kind of like what we have at our church where you can light up the walls, different colors. Mm-hmm. And so it was like all blue and like somber and dark. It was just dark. So I told the guy who did the lighting, I was like, she really wanted this to be more like festive. I mean, she was a clown. Obviously you can see there's balloons around, right? So can we maybe liven things up a little bit? He says, let me see what I can do. And so he put the the lights at the top being yellow and he puts the lights on the bottom being, being like a, like a red or an orange. And, uh, and then I was like, yeah, that looks like she's burning in the pits of hell. I think maybe those aren't the right colors. And he goes, Oh man, I didn't think about that. Okay. Uh, so he changed it up a little bit because it looked like fire on the walls, you know? And so, uh, so we all had uh, clown noses, you know, little, little clown noses that we wore during the ceremony. And then when, you know, when you go and you say like your final goodbyes and you walk past the casket, we all put our clown noses in the casket and did that whole thing. And so it was a real, it was a real sweet thing and it, it meant a lot. Um, however, it's like, do y'all go to that Johnson funeral? Like, <laughs> Full on like balloons and clown noses. What the heck is wrong with those people? <laughs> and flames on the wall. Flames on the wall. Like I, we don't understand what's going on. So okay, oh, so man. that that's part. That's the first part of the story. Okay, that's the sad part. Um, that leads to a funny part. That leads to a sad part. So two months later, my dad's dad gets uh, hit by a semi truck and and is killed instantly. Oh my word! And so when we, you know, with with my grandmother, we were able to like say goodbye and do that whole thing with him. It was just gone. Right. And so it was real tragic. And, um, and we were kind of stuck like driving to Mejia, Texas in the middle of the night, trying to like figure stuff out. Now here's the deal. My dad's mom and dad were, uh, were not together anymore. They had been divorced for a while and, and, you know, I had a step grandmother on, on that side also. And, and, um, and, and she had passed away. And after she passed away, um, Johnny Johnson, he, he might've been one with the ladies. You know what I'm saying? He might've gone down to the oil rig down in Mejia, which is the, the one restaurant. Um, he might've gone down to the oil rig and, and everybody knew JJ. Everybody mm-hmm. knew JJ. Oh, JJ. He's, oh, he's so sweet. Oh, I love JJ. And he was a bit of a flirt and that's okay. I mean, mm-hmm. When, when I'm old and cantankerous, if I'm not married and I can get away with it, sure, why not, you know? Um, and so after he passed, what we found out was that, that these ladies didn't just necessarily think that he was flirting with them. These people thought that maybe they were his girlfriend. Oh, no. So we had quite a few people. Oh, I was JJ's girlfriend and we just loved each other quite and so um, during the funeral, they're just like, we're sitting off to the side. Um, we're, we're sitting off to the side uh, in, the, in the chapel. And there's just woman after woman just coming up and throwing themselves over the casket and weeping. Just woman after woman. And they start playing this song. This is Willie Nelson, Blue Eyes Crying in the Rain. I knew we'd never meet again. Love and I lean, I'm sitting right next to my dad. He's on my right. And, you know, 
he's he's tore up. He's broken up because I mean his dad is right there. And didn't get to say goodbye. I mean he got to lead him to the Lord, so he knows he's in heaven, which is amazing. But also that's that's his dad, and he just lost his mom two months ago, and 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 he's 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 just going through a lot. And I I leaned over to him and said. I think they should be playing to all the girls I loved before. To all the girls I loved before. And he and I started getting that church giggle. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> and we started shaking. And the whole pew starts shaking. To all the girls I loved before. So that was uh that was a story. <laughs> To all the girls I loved before. So that was a little, I mean, there was a little bit of drama there, but it was nothing like the Clark sisters funeral of Listen, getting up that there. Funeral, I, I sat there wondering, did they exaggerate the drama a little bit? Because this feels a little, a little bit much, but I, I, I mean, I'm going to guess No. That's just my You're guess. You're going to guess they downplayed it a little bit, I think maybe. maybe. They're like, oh, guys, this isn't believable. We need to back this off a little bit. And they put that in a Lifetime movie there. Listen, Five Sisters, you, I could see it going any any yeah. which way. This any movie, which way. This movie resonated with people. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but um, this had 2.7 million views during the premiere. Really? On Lifetime? The on premiere Lifetime. on Lifetime? Yeah. Wow. By the way, if that tra- if you put that in a movie theater, that's like a $30 million opening day box office. That gum. Yeah. Well, good for you. Yeah, so it's lifetime. like lifetime. Yeah, it's lifetime's um biggest movie like in a long long time, maybe ever. Good good old clock sister. So they so they figured something out there, so that's good. Yeah. I I one one review that I that I read said that this was the best lifetime biopic so far. And the, yeah. the review says, I must admit, when I found out that this movie was going to be on Lifetime, I let out an annoyed sigh and an eye roll. Lifetime disappointed a lot of viewers with their garbage Aaliyah and Whitney Houston films. But this film, however, was great. And it yeah, was. I was going to say, like, that's like saying, man, that's the best smelling turd. Like, I mean... <laughs> You can say this one's a good movie. Like you don't have to, you know. I mean, it's it, yeah. It's yeah. not just a good lifetime movie. It's a good movie. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Well, watching uh watching it made me think of this uh <laughs> this clip that I saw this week. A buddy of mine had had posted it. Hallelujah. <laughs> oh no. He's got the whole world in his hands. Oh, you are not in my key. What is... Can y'all pray for that? What is wrong with him? They say, first lady, it might be you. Come on. We're going to do this. Thank you, Lord. The whole world. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In his hands. The whole world. Oh, in his <laughs> <laughs> he is not Mikey. Oh, she's and he's like first lady. It might be you. Can y'all pray for Zach? <laughs> I'm gonna start saying stuff like that. Oh, oh, that's hysterical. 
All right, so here we go. Would you recommend this movie? Uh, absolutely, especially if you, if you, first of all, if you like, I say first of all a lot, I'm sorry. If you like biopics. What if, what if, you, if you just started a sentence like, fourthly? <laughs> <laughs> and you don't need to know what one through three are, so I'm going to go ahead and start on number four. People just think that I messed up editing. Is what yeah. they're saying. <laughs> they, would, they would blame you, which would be fine. Um <laughs> If you if you like me like to know things about people, this is a great way to learn some things. If you like the Clark sisters, if you like gospel music, this is a great a great movie. If you're just looking for something, you know, I I won't say easy to watch. It's not necessarily an easy to watch movie, but it's it's got good music, pretty good acting, and it's a good story. So, yeah, I would I would give it let me think. Oh, we've never created a, a rating system. We haven't. Okay. Um, man, we got we to think of a good dropping Sunday rating system, what it would be. You know what? I tell you what, dear listeners, why don't you give us what our rating system should be? Like, what, what's the <laughs> thing that, that it should be? I mean, it could, should it be bees? Should it be, uh, I mean, what's some of the other thing? Hearts? I mean, what, what, ooh, hearts. That might be it. That but, might be the heart. <laughs> it might be the heart. We could be like, how? How's this movie's heart? About three and a half, or one to ten. Danny Goki to Natalie Grant. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was cold. That was mean. I. That was you talking. Why would me. you bring up Danny Goki? <laughs> this show was that going was... so good. This show was going <laughs> so good. Gosh darn it, Andrea! Why? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'm just kidding. Anywho. All right. How many how many hearts would this movie get? <laughs> I would give this movie four and a half out of five. Really? Okay. I would give it like mm-hmm. three and a half hearts. If you ask me how so I guess the uh the average would be four hearts. Yeah. Okay. That'll so work. let's I feel like we need to back up and do a couple other ones. Pilgrim's progress. How many hearts is Pilgrim's Progress? Half of a heart. Okay, I would give him one heart for effort. So yeah, we're okay, good. Uh, I still believe. Ooh. You know, I like that one. I'd I'd give it four. I'd give it four hearts. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Overcomer? Hmm. I think I'd give Overcomer three. And Priscilla Priscilla Schreier gets two of those. Oh. I can't argue with that at all. That's exactly that's exactly right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Do we do any other movies? How? We, what other movies have we done? Well, we need to we get our heart system going. Go yeah. I like this. I like this idea. I do too. This is okay. organic. So five hearts is five hearts is the best. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. So yeah, okay. I think I think four four and a half for this movie because I I honestly really liked it. I love the singing. They were incredible. Yeah. The singing was the singing oh. is what like almost put it at a five for me. Yeah. Yeah. We're. <laughs> You're very forgiving in movies. Um, I I told you that the music, since the beginning. Yeah, the music is good. the The music is real, real good. That's good. Okay. I would say we're we're always talking about supporting Christian uh, Christian movies and all of that. So if yep. you got three three extra dollars to spare, then yeah, I would say spend it. I agree. So. Yeah this this movie this movie was for me this week. Um, what about Andrea? What what was your not for me this week? So my not for me. This week, I got a new washer and dryer last weekend. Holla. 
which I was very excited about. But what I was not excited about was when I called Lowe's to get a delivery time. Do you know what they originally told me? 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. Oh. A 12-hour delivery window for last Saturday. You can tell that I got spoiled in pre-pandemic times before these uncertain times. <laughs> before COVID times. Before COVID times. Because like I tried to buy something on on uh, Amazon today and they're like, uh, it'll be there in two weeks. And I was like, What Hello? What we, I have Prime. What is this? 98? What are we doing? <laughs> Listen, I'm not sending you a self-addressed stamped envelope from the back of a magazine asking you <laughs> to send me something. I'm asking like <laughs> your Amazon. Tomorrow, please. They're like, no. There is an Amazon warehouse two miles from my house. Send it to me tomorrow. No, no that, they, yeah. they, they can't do it. They can't do it. And we're shipping so weird. What's your not for me? My not for me is not going to be a global thing, but if you've experienced it, you will feel my pain. It is Mac OS Catalina not being able to run 32-bit programs. Now, I know that that sounds like the nerdiest thing that I could possibly say, but today I needed some information that was trapped in a 32-bit program and it took two hours of my day. And I listen, I'm not, I'm I, I, not for me. Not, not for you. Not for me. They're, they won't even support it. I'm like, is there anything I can do? Uh, yeah, you can go buy a different computer. Okay, thanks for nothing, guys. Appreciate nothing. <laughs> thanks for all your help. So that, that was my, uh, that was not my, not for me this week. Okay. I know that that was bad. I'm sorry. I know that was not entertaining, but it's, it's still my rant. I'm just telling you, maybe the, it's maybe right. the bee will be better. You do. You. Yeah. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! Tragedy. Pastor just preached the best sermon of his life and forgot to hit record. <laughs> Oh, no. The angels in heaven watched with awestruck wonder as Pastor Carl Travers of Midtown Baptist Church preached the best sermon of his life to a video camera. Pastor Carl spoke with fire, fury, and the theological clarity unlike anything he had ever unleashed on the congregation before. He knew in his heart that the sermon would mark a turning point in his church history. Even the Holy Spirit just hovered there, clearly impressed. This is truly a sermon for the ages, thought the excited pastor. But then, tragedy stuck. Just as the pastor spoke the pitch-perfect final lines of his sermon, he walked around to the other side of the camera and realized that he never pressed the record button. <laughs> pastor Carl <laughs> collapsed pitifully on the floor of his office in despair. He tore his clothes and mourned in perfect biblical accuracy. Oh, wretched man that I am, he wept. My tears will be my food day and night. It is better for me to die than to live. Uh, the apostles watched from their super cool golden throne. St. Luke blurted out laughing. Uh, you would so do something like that, Peter, he said and pointed and laughing. Shut up. No, I wouldn't, Peter replied. <laughs> We'd better do something, said James. Can someone grab one of our angels and head down there and make the perfect song miraculously start playing on Christian radio for this poor guy? As Pastor Carl sat in his office on a pile of dust and ashes, the radio in the corner mysteriously flipped on at the direction of Archangel Gabriel himself. Lauren Daigle's hit single, Look Up Child, began to play softly over the airways. The dejected pastor did indeed look up 
he knew everything was going to be okay. The Holy Spirit assured sources the sermon had been backed up on the celestial recording device and would be used in Carl Travers' highlight reel when he gets to heaven. For anyone excited to hear the greatest sermon ever preached, they will have to wait until the next life to experience it for themselves. Since it was 1.30 a.m. on Sunday morning, the exhausted pastor elected to pull out one of his greatest hits and play a rerun for his congregation. Seriously, how lazy is he, right? I mean, is he even trying? <laughs> Um, I think that's it. That's the beat. <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything to add. Not the beat. All right, let's let's get out of here, shall we? I am ready to get out of here. Right. But before we go, oh, okay. I have a real life prayer request that I wanted to mention. Some of you may have seen uh, on social media this week. That Ravi Zacharias, uh, his cancer, he's been in Houston at MD Anderson uh, for cancer treatment. And there was a statement released this week um, by his ministry, by his his daughter, who's the CEO of RZIM, uh, Sarah Davis, basically saying that while the tumor has been responding to the chemotherapy, uh, the area where the cancer has metastasized has actually worsened. And the doctors have said that there's basically, medically speaking, there's nothing else that they can do. So Ravi and Margie and uh, his other daughter, Naomi, are returning from Houston uh, back to Atlanta where, where RZIM ministries are, or RZIM is stationed and to be together as a family for whatever time is left. So we, we need to pray for Ravi Zacharias and for his wife, Margie and his daughters and the entire ministry. Ravi has, has touched the world. I think that you could say with his ministry of apologetics and uh, answering tough questions in a way that very few have been able to do. He, he does it with grace and truth and mercy and it's it's an amazing thing to see and he is a gift to the world and so while we know that medically there may not be anything else that they can do uh, that doesn't stop us from for praying from praying for a miracle and just praying for his family in this time so i just wanted to mention that if you if you've listened to ravi if you have, have ever heard him we've had him at bethesda a couple of times he's incredible not just as, as a speaker, but he is one of the nicest men I think that I've ever met. He's just a nice guy. And as gracious as he appears on stage is exactly how he is one-on-one. So remember to pray for him and his family this week, if you think about it. Yeah, that's good. He's a real, real general in the faith. And, uh, absolutely just, a just, a also just a great guy. So, um, all right. Well, we um we do always try to end on on a laugh and on an upbeat, yeah. but I think I think that uh, I think that it's okay. I mean, we've been doing this for six months now. We can we can we can change it up just a little bit for for this Absolutely. one. It's, it's, it's our it's, show. It's our show. We can do whatever we want. So, guys, that's, right. that's a show. <laughs> that's a show. Our thoughts and opinions are not the final word, dear listener. We'd love to hear your thoughts, opinions about any of the topics today. Uh, any of the things that uh, any of the clips that we played any of the topics that we talked about about the movie hey here's what we're going to do Andrea if someone puts a link uh, puts a comment on any of the platforms about Ravi and what it what 
they've meant to, to them. Even if you just reach out to us and text us, I'm going to make a $10 donation to RZIM for, for each one. Is yeah. that, is that, is that okay? So I think, I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Yeah. And any, any other comments, uh, now any other comments, if you just put, you know, how's your heart, then, then we'll go ahead and continue to donate to our local food bank. Um, which, you know, I know we're supposed to talk about this later in the script, but there, there we go. So it's our show. We uh, can change it up. We can change it up a little bit, but yes, we would like to hear from you guys and, and please, please, please engage. Even if we have just invoked your outrage, that's enough for me. Like we said at the beginning of the show, if you got saved or you got ticked off, either one, we want to know about it. You can find us uh, at Dropping Sunday on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all of those things. And just, you know, remember the greatest compliment that you could give us is to tell a friend to listen to either this episode or maybe there was another episode. We did a Christianese episode a couple weeks ago that I know those are always fun to record and fun to listen to. So tell a friend about us. Tell them to subscribe because we'll be back next week. Yeah, we, and we thank you guys for growing the show. We will be back next week uh, talking about something completely different or maybe the exact same thing again. What if we, what if it was just a rehashing of the same stuff? It won't be, we but know. we'll talk about it something completely different. <laughs> uh, until then, this is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>